they're kind of young. But really, they're just angry. And yet, Mike and Ben are reasonable Republicans. What up, Young Repub crew? This is Mike and Ben with episode 007-007. Making it up there. Let's do this. Making it up there. So real quick before we go, um, I want to throw a plug in case anyone doesn't, in case you're new to the, the podcast, if you're listening to these in order, I, I highly doubt you are. Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. I don't know. <laughs> but just a quick plug. Find us on, um, on Locals at, at the Younger Pubs. Look for us on Facebook at the Young Republicans, and also we're on Instagram and Parlor at the Young Repubs. Also, we are not affiliated with or any colleges, we... <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because I like lately I've been tagging a lot of college stuff in <laughs> in our um, Instagram posts. Oh, I'm not wearing but... any any university uh, swag, so no. No, the university sometimes ignores just as much as the mainstream media, so that's okay. So today, before we get started, I want to introduce our today's topic with a video from uh, Charlie Kirk and the the situation at the border, the Biden border abomination. I don't want to call it a crisis because it's worse than that. Abomination is a great word. Right. Okay, so to get going, let's just, and, and, the, and again, everything we talk about, it's going to be in the show notes. So you can reference it, do your own homework, do your own research, and, and learn, learn along with us. So here we go. Children are being rented on the southern border, and the Democrats are worried that we're calling it a surge, as AOC has said. Oscar Escamilla a U.S. Border Patrol official. This is a longer cut. She tells of the harrowing stories of children being sexually assaulted at the southern border. Before we play this, it's cut 54. I want you to remember the Democrats did to Republicans for something that Biden and Obama created. The uproar, the the fervor, the intensity. And then after this video, I want our team to go find the front page of Time Magazine of Trump looking down at that Honduran girl, or was it a Mexican girl, saying, welcome to America. Listen to this, Oscar Escamilla, U.S. Border Patrol, cut 54. About a month and a half ago, I was back here talking to one of the little girls, you know, and and, and I told the the congressional delegation the, the same thing, right? We were going to send her to the hospital. And as I got closer to her, I noticed that she couldn't speak. And I asked the medical staff what happened. And she's, the reason she was going to the hospital because she had gotten gang raped. And the reason that she couldn't speak was because she had lost her voice in the process while she was getting raped. Those things hit hard. These kids cross by themselves. Obviously, the parent pays a fee to the smuggler. The cartel member or the smuggler at this point 
We'll bring the kid over. We'll bring him to the river. We'll hand him over to the to the raft. We'll place him in a raft and say, okay, go. When you get to the other side, they'll explain to them, there's going to be an officer. They'll explain what we wear and tell them, turn yourselves into them. These kids, some of them, will tell you the different stories. They'll tell you that they don't have their parents. There's a little girl that I talked to a little while ago. She said that she had lost her mom and that she doesn't have a father. So she's coming into this country because her uncle is going to be the sponsor. So they want to take this, this little girl is going into the States. And I asked her, what state are you going to? What's your final destination? She said, I don't know. All I know is that it snows there. That's all I know. Yeah. So this, this is something that gets, gets us fired up pretty hardcore is human trafficking and particular sex slavery for kids. And this is a problem that has been going on at the border and always has like that's the, the cartel use the border and use open border policies to, to smuggle kids in. And often it just, it, it sickens me how, how blind people are to this, this situation and this problem. And we're both huge supporters and of, of Tim Ballard's organization, Operation Underground Railroad. Oh, you are. And, and, and this is something that it's not talked about, I don't think, enough when it comes to this Biden border crisis and abomination. Yeah, no, like like you said, we are extremely passionate about it. Um, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, Mike just put out a, a new article. What, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Where the entire thing talks about this. And um, there's a part in here. I mean, if it wasn't for the mean orange man, then things would be different. But I guess let's just let's start off with Operation Talon. Let's let's start okay. there. If you know about Operation Talon, um, it's uh, Immigrations and Customs. Uh, what would you call it? Operation Sting, um, where manpower resources were all sent to stop the smuggling of kids or, or humans from the, the Mexican border over to the American border. So that made me so happy when, when Trump first initiated Operation Talon. Uh, really the whole uh, counter uh, trafficking task force. That was probably, to me, the single greatest thing that he did while he was in office was, was implement these policies to, to fight and to stop stop trafficking i don't know what are your thoughts on talon well yeah i thought like as i was writing this article and as i was kind of prepping and just it's just reading up on this whole thing operation talon i think was the culmination of president trump's efforts to fight human trafficking that wasn't it wasn't implemented until the last few weeks of his presidency of his term in office that it was actually operational and and um and ongoing from what I found out, because President, President Trump, he, he from the get go, he made human trafficking a priority of his administration. And if we go to the White House archives has an entire list of everything that he has done to combat human trafficking. So, OK, so so those are my thoughts on, on Operation Talent as a whole, I think is a culmination of everything that President Trump did to combat human trafficking and the fact that. By, that, that he was such a polarizing figure 
that basically Biden's whole campaign was, I am not the orange man. I am not President Trump. Vote for me because of that. And he, he's held up to that. Everything that Trump implemented, Biden has sought to undo just simply because it was Trump. One of these being Operation Talent through executive order. And it's, it's, it's bullshit. And Biden doesn't give a damn about our kids. And it shows in his administration and in his policies and how he's handling the border and the situation there. Yeah, when, when you have members of your own party, the Democratic Party, speaking out against the cancellation of this, you know it was the right thing. But like you said, because he wanted to show how much he opposed Trump, he had to go and cancel it. Am I yeah, allowed to say can we on here? Can we say cancel? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, is that allowed? We can, I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out. YouTube's been cracking down on on all sorts of conservative talk show hosts lately. So, who knows? Yeah, and it, it's it's just a joke. And to think that, okay, whatever you think about Trump, if you're Team Trump, Team I don't know about Trump, or Team anti-Trump, whatever you think about him, he cared about human trafficking. Tim Ballard worked with him very closely. Um, I've been to a couple of his seminars. I talked with him, uh, Tim Ballard, at one point, and it's just. Whatever you think about Trump, Trump at least cared about this issue. And for me, I'm 100% Team Trump. But this is what made me start thinking about even wanting to be Team Trump. Was, okay, if he thinks about the human trafficking issue in this situation, like he does, and he is putting policies in place, he was the first one to put, um, to create an open, uh, an actual federal um, position. And I think it's called the anti-human trafficking czar, if you want to put a title to it but he he signed into the policy that that federal position to fight human trafficking a whole division to do that and to give credit where it's due though obama he was the first president to actually open up the dialogue with human trafficking and the federal governments and specifically the president's involvement with that issue but that's kind of what I also love about President Trump. He didn't sign away what President Obama did just because he was President Obama. He built on it. He built on what Obama, the good things that President Obama did, and he made them better. Biden is undoing all of that, which is these simple, tyrannical executive orders. And it's, it sickens me. I agree. I mean, yeah, exactly that. So he builds on it, and now Biden overturns all of it even what his uh you know what president obama did because like you said we do have to give president obama that credit because up until that point no other modern president has really even acknowledged slavery no obama was the first one and i mean his weren't as extreme as what trump did there was no signing in of a federal you know task force to actually fight this it was it was starting the awareness of the human trafficking and then that's when trump took over and like you said he built it and made it better to where now there is actual people with that assigned duty or that delegation to go you know all over the country i would say from january until now there's probably been over 150 predators captured 
and put into into the the jail system uh mostly due to this because it was local law enforcement arresting them but it was the federal agents who uh, did the investigation and assisted with the capture of these predators but that wouldn't have been possible had trump not uh allowed or delegated that position to even be there yeah and i think the conversation really got a lot of headway was on on, on this blog post that, that we put out this article that i put out on, on our website at youngerpubs.com there's a photo of tim ballard the the president and um founder of C, of uh, um operation underground railroad sitting next to president trump and there's a couple other photos of him of in that meeting and tim ballard was the one who i think really kind of made it possible to even have the federal government involved as heavily as it was because before he was a special agent i think it was with um i can't remember i want to say the cia i can't remember who cia or dea <laughs> I think CIA and Homeland Security both. Homeland Security. Okay. It's one of those federal organizations. And that's, that's kind of what he started his career in with through um, uh, human trafficking. And he worked with DA and that's where he saw the limitations of what federal government could do because he would see all these cases in countries across the, across the world that he couldn't get involved in because they were outside of the, the federal government's jurisdiction. So that's why he started um, Operation Underground Railroad was to circumvent the, the limitations of, of government everywhere. And, and so he, and not circumvent in a bad way, but just do what governments couldn't do. Utilize the free market, the private organization model and help train, run these sting operations throughout all the world, including the United States. And I think his experience and his organization in that was really kind of what opened up the door for President Trump to really push this thing through. And, and OUR started, it was founded in 2013. So towards the end of the Obama administration. I don't even, I don't even know the words to describe it. It makes me so frustrated though. Oh yeah. And I think the same, I, with, without, with the risk of um, going on too much of a tangent, but I think the same mentality goes with the, the whole abortion issue and being able to even have third, third trimester and even, um, partial birth abortions like it's the same concept that same mental dysfunction i think that comes into something like that to where you can take something so pure the beginning of a life and and a child's life and just end it either literally or figuratively and putting them in this hell of sex slavery and human trafficking and that life in that market to okay so 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 what does this have to do with operation talent what is the human trafficking conversation have to do with the border. We kind of touched on it with the, with the video from Charlie Kirk, but then as a cartel, like, like it, it explain that for us of, of what this has to do, what human trafficking has to do with open border policies. All right. So current border per- crisis, um, like that video from Charlie Kirk, these kids are getting brought and there's really no questions asked. No. Yeah. And it's just, it just shows you how naive our culture and our society is. And the mere fact that we have to explain what a coyote is. And yes, it is a four legged canine, 
but it is also a terminology for someone who traffics individuals who smuggles illicit material from one side of a from one side of a country's border to the other. That is what a coyote is. And when President Trump brought that up in his second debate, presidential debate, yeah, let, let's think about it. He was mocked. He was mocked and called an idiot. And that came and bit a lot of people back on the ass because they realized, oh, he's actually talking about these illicit smugglers. And, and um, search engines, okay, the data shows that in search engines, the term coyote spiked 675% that night after President Trump because people didn't know what it was. So this is what, as Ben was saying, an open border does is when you have these, when you don't, when you have all this chaos around the entry and exit way of, of a country, that, that's what criminals love. They love the chaos. They thrive in the chaos. They know how to navigate the chaos. Ugh, what am I trying to say? Well, I think, I think you worded it really well in your article. I have it pulled up and you said, by this happening, Biden is declaring to the world that America is a sanctuary jurisdiction for sexual predators. When there is no security, no proper protocol to verify the identity of these parents of the children, it makes it uh, makes it too easy to have any adult traffic or any adult traffic any child for any reason. Yeah, and it's just it just again these cartel members they thrive in chaos, and that's what they love when there's no border to a country. That country is now an idea rather than an actual physical representation of said idea. And, and we have a president and a president's administration who supports this idea. Exactly. And whether they support it um, overtly or covertly, it doesn't matter. Their policies are condoning the actions of these coyotes, of these sexual predators. And um, OUR, they, they come. So go to, go to OURrescue.org and, and learn, learn more about this. Um, We'll, we'll, I'll be referencing a lot of no documentation or anything. So these, these kids are getting brought people uh, wait on, or cartel members wait on the other side and we'll just say, yep, that's my kid. Kid then gets taken. Right. So we have an open border. We're just letting people pass through. Nobody knows who anybody is. Nobody knows wh where this person belongs, where they don't belong. And it, really has become that simple for the uh the coyotes and and if you want more definition on what a coyote is then we can go into it it's not talking about a four-legged dog um these coyotes are just waiting there for the the helpless prey to snatch up grab and run away and it's become so simple for them to do because of because of this open border. I've been, I've been volunteering and donating with OER since 2014, since I found out about them on, on Glenn Beck's program. But so, so I've just read, and that's just not to put myself on a pedestal, but it just to show, like, just to explain that I have a read on this. I've been following this problem for a long time. And I don't know how, how long you have been, but we're both pretty passionate about this, this situation. And Believe it or not, a lot of the kids that are sold into sex slavery 
are, are done so by their own family members. And whether that be from a country like Mexico for, from parents who are selling their kids to coyotes in hopes that these coyotes and these cartel members are going to get them across the border and get them a better life that way, or they're literally selling their kids for sex. Either way, these parents, their immediate family members are the ones starting this for their kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disheartening and disgraceful. And disheartening, yes, very much so. Something, something was put out. I would have to see if I can find the article, but it was talking about that fact where these parents are the ones selling their kids into um, into this evil. And there was, I can't tell you how many comments I read on different, I think Operation Underground Railroad shared it, a couple others shared it, and I can't tell you how many comments um, I saw where people were basically saying that we need to stop focusing on human trafficking and focus on racial inequality in America because obviously these parents didn't want their kids and they were selling them. And so that's not an issue. We need to stop focusing on this. If you, if you're trying to take the, the spotlight away from racial inequality because of human trafficking, when the parents are the ones selling them, then shame on you, you racist, you know, you racist bigot. And I like it, it blew my mind. Yeah. We understand racial inequality is a huge problem, but it doesn't matter whenever we look at what is actually happening with human trafficking. Racial inequality is not good. Those people are still free. We have actual slavery happening here in America and around the globe, but forget about them. There are more people in slavery today than there were in the time of Abraham Lincoln. Think on that for a second. And look these stats up. Mike's not just pulling them them out of his ass. There's actual statistics showing what he just said. Again, OURrescue.org. The people that are in this fight for the long haul, they're they're their boots on the ground. They're on the front lines of this fight. They know what they're talking about. And and just kind of going with that whole that stuff makes my blood boil. Like, did you see the AOC and her little Instagram whatever on? Yeah, her little Instagram rant on this border issue. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's kind of how I feel supremacy at its finest. I know, and that, that's kind of where, when we, okay, let's talk about um, critical theory for a second. When the irony behind critical theory and critical race theory and post-colonial theory and the, these meta-narratives that are trying to explain away the, the problems and of society through this one lens is that's all they see is this one lens. And it's almost like it's the irony to, to the idea of any sort of job should be to work yourself out of a job. People involved in human trafficking or anti-human trafficking and fighting that fight 
should not want to perpetuate human trafficking just so they have a job to fight human trafficking. Just like the people fighting racial inequality shouldn't want to perpetuate racism, racism so they can have their job to fight racial inequality. But that's exactly what these critical theories do. They perpetuate and they actually create these problems so they have a job to quote unquote solve these problems. And when AOC is talking about, what did she say? It, it's not a border crisis and an imperialism crisis. Give me a break. She's a piece <laughs> of shit for saying something like that. It gives me, it makes my blood boil when you're trying to move the narrative just to get likes, just to get views. And that, that's AOC. All she is, is a, is an actress. That's all she is. She will swing one way. Did, um, the Democratic Party started agreeing with closed borders and one of her uh, more senior uh, House members started supporting closed borders and fighting human trafficking. She would be saying the complete opposite thing than what she's saying right now. She would because that is she she's she's a sheep anyone sheep. yeah freaking sheep i love you i love your um your hat too. <laughs> lion's not sheep it's like ooh, how fitting that is but it's she did that she 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 gave trump such a hard time and and had this fake photo op at the border and now she's going the complete opposite direction in saying that it's an imperialistic issue rather than like, I, I don't understand. And I don't think that's the point. She doesn't want to be understood. She just wants to, to virtue signal. Yep. It's, uh, usually whenever she turns on like the Hodge twins or someone else shares a video from her, I just keep on swiping because she makes, like you said, as soon as I, as soon as she starts talking, my blood starts boiling and I start getting frustrated. I think it just might be that, like the, the sound and the timber of her voice. It just like nails on a chalkboard for my soul. And she, she just sucks as an individual. She sucks as a human being. And the sad part, she's like our age, which I know. pisses me off even more. I'm like, frick, I'm not like that. Stop making us look so stupid. Damn millennials. Damn millennials. Freaking making this world terrible so okay if you really think about it trump as we promise we promise we usually have a guideline but we we go off on <laughs> yeah this one time. was kind of it, it's been a long week for both of us long couple weeks for both of us and on top of all this bullshit like i'm gonna have to do some heavy editing on this for the <laughs> dead silence of us thinking and getting right. pissed off and <laughs> but okay so if you want if, if we really think about this the first thing that trump talked about when he was running for president was i'm gonna build a wall that was like his model that was he was on shirts it was like build the wall build the wall build the wall and whether or not he realized the human trafficking issue then when he was marketing that term build the wall by the time he ended his presidency and by the time a good portion of that wall was built it makes a lot more sense why he was so adamant throughout his entire presidency that we have border security and we actually build this wall because he saw the problem and saw the issue of what open borders can do for human trafficking coyotes and that cartel market 
put two and oh. two together, read between the lines. It just 100%. I mean, we have the literal wall, which I think, you know, towards the end of his, his term, he knew wasn't going to happen for who knows how long, mm-hmm. but why do you think he started building up border security, building up ice where they focused on violent criminals they weren't going ice wasn't going after petty thefts or illegal immigrants in general they were going after violent criminals who were either committing murders sexual assaults and rape that's that was what their focus was so we were building this literal wall down at the border but we have this figurative wall all across the country of all these uh, border patrol agents, ICE agents, um, all of the different states, I would say probably all of them. I don't know the number, but like Utah, we have ICAC, which is the AG's office, Internet Crimes Against Children. They do all of that stuff. They have a, an actual trafficking task force where they do that type of stuff. And you can go look on their websites, see if your state has one and see what you can do to help them out. And that's kind of really, I think, the the message that we would we would like to leave at any point. We don't want to end like we don't want to bring up all this doom and gloom and the, the piece of shit president Biden presidency and administration. But actually, we do, do something. But... We we do, but we don't want to solely focus. We don't want to end that. on that note. No, hell no. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I liked how you brought that up about the. Th- there's a lot of local level fight going on with this issue and it's it's kind of, i think it's still disjointed there's still a lot of miscommunication between departments and and administrations through counties and states and everything but it's getting better organizations like operation underground railroad are helping make that possible go to our.ourrescue.org and find out what you can do. Donate. Buy a shirt. They have some sweet gear that all, all their proceeds go to combating human trafficking. I think it's it's um $2,000. It's roughly $2,000 to save one child's life. If, if I remember those stats correctly. $2,000. Yeah, $2, their website right now. Yeah, but... yeah. Ch- you have to check me on that. But go go to their website. Find, find a, um, a little... Uh, branch within your community. I I, I ran um, the Orem to what was it? Orem to to Lehigh um, Volunteer Regional Branch for a while until I I, I couldn't anymore because of my military career. Um, I've been volunteering with them. There's all sorts of fundraising events going on all the time, bringing simple awareness to this, talking about it, bringing it open, in bring, bringing it up in conversation, talking about it getting involved with local law enforcement. There is so much that you can do to help this issue. One of them being stop supporting open border policy. Yes, our nation is a nation of immigrants. Yes, we want good, hardworking people to come into this country and dream and succeed at those dreams, but not at the expense of our of, of our kids. We can't just have a willy-nilly open border policy just because we free love one and love everyone, and then our children suffer because of it. Like there's got to be order and structure to something like this, just for the simple protection of the young and the vulnerable. Powerful. 
Yeah, so. like Mike said, go go check out OUR Rescue. I guarantee your state has some type of volunteer outreach program. If you're specialized in anything aftermath or aftercare related, they could definitely use your help. And they're always looking for more people to assist them with, with the aftercare and the um, the support of those that are rescued and, and liberated from from that evil. Um, oh man, I could go on for forever yeah. about this. It's like you said, it's something near and dear to my heart, and something that is way too prevalent even in our own country. We're just all too blinded by whatever it might be to actually see that it's happening probably in your own city. Hmm. And depending on where you live, it might be your own neighbor. As, yep. as, as sober as that thought is. But yeah. Anyways, on a good note, get involved. You can do something. Offer your talents, offer your, offer your, your wallet, offer your, offer your, your voice in this fight and it's, and just do something about it. Do something about it because you care for kids and for, care for the future generation. So, amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Peace out, young repose. Bye.